listening to another edition of the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from RAGBRAI. Now, this is the podcast where we talk about bicycling just for the fun of it. There's going to be tales from all over the RAGBRAI nation. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Leave with a smile. Well... Um, we missed a podcast last week. Yeah. And uh, I'll kind of explain what sure. was going on. Uh, for those that are my friends, you, you probably know I, I lost my dad last week. And one of our other hosts, a.k.a. Murph, lost mm-hmm. her dad. So we had half of our podcast team lost, lost fathers last week. Well, and then Brooks. And then Brooks, who's, who's a regular guest, mm-hmm. um, you know, lost, lost his mom. So... Right. That's, um, you know, three right there. And then one that we'll talk about a lot on this show, we did uh-huh. lose uh, my predecessor, Jim mm-hmm. Green, Greeny, who right. was the RAGBRAI director that, oh, he's been involved for 37 years of, of different RAGBRAIs. Wow. And so we'll talk a lot about that. But if you're wondering where the podcast was, we, we had a little bit going on last week. So uh, we, we, we felt that there was a little family matters we had to attend to. So... But we're back to talk about things that are that are coming up. Yeah, and I, and speaking of coming up, we got a, we got a little bike ride coming up this weekend, don't we? We do. Uh, so, uh, listeners that have been following along with us, we we started with the pigtails ride in May, uh, June. A month later, we have the big rove ride, and now here we are, two weeks later. And nope. you're you're off, Mark. Oh, sorry, the Bacoon ride, and go. then two weeks later. There you go. The big rope. See how things blend together yeah, already? Yeah. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of bees in there. So we're sitting in my office right now, and we have boxes stacked to the ceiling um, with hats and merchandise and slap koozies from all three events mm-hmm. and and signs, and it's it's crazy. It looks good here, though. You know, it looks like activities <laughs> going on. We look busy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a good problem to have because yeah. we had we had a fantastic pigtails. You know, well documented. It was about a thousand people. Yeah, Bacoon, another stellar event. I wow. mean, just a, a, a great crowd out there having a great time. And then the inaugural, last one of the Ragbrai Training Series, Big Rove, mm-hmm. will happen, and it's sold out. Yeah, my apologies to people who thought we were going to just endlessly drag on registration forever. Sorry. No, we had we didn't have any idea with this one how big or popular it could yeah. have been, uh, so we ordered fifteen hundred. Well, our thought was a thousand, yeah, and that we were going to get stuck with extra stuff, and we blasted past that. We we hit uh, fourteen eighty, and we're we're there, and we got just a little bit of room left, but that's it. And and it's shaping and, up just to be, I mean, a blast. I mean, you look at the lineup. We've got the spacemen playing. We've got, yeah. got, you know, dueling pianos with Mike and Andy. And then we got got uh, DJ Jam Time, Dave Gallagher playing. playing. It's going to feel like a lot of fun out there. On a brand new trail that opened this week. Wow. Talk about timing. <laughs> Talk about timing. So, uh, yes, I mean, just I, I, 
I just want a quick shout out to those towns. I mean, uh, obviously Iowa City, North Liberty, Solon, uh, and and all our friends over at Big Grove and Think Iowa City. I mean, you you hear us talk about all those folks, but it really came together. I mean, this is a Iowa Bike Coalition and RAGBRAI event. It's a fundraiser, Mm -hmm. and we'll talk a little bit about about that. But uh, our part is dedicated to the Karis Call statue, and and obviously uh, the Bike Coalition has plenty of things that they're, yeah. they're educating people, promoting uh, safe cycling, all the all the legislative work. So so there's a lot of needs for those funds. And so mm-hmm. we appreciate those people, the 1,500 people that registered right away. You gotcha. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, next year we'll probably, we'll see how it goes this year. And if we can expand it, we're going to yeah. do that. But uh, this year we want to hold numbers in check and, and uh, do it right. Food. Every merchandise, we want everybody to walk away happy, and yeah. I think that's going to happen if uh, the weather and everything else uh, goes our way. We're mm-hmm. going to have a good time. Yeah, looking looking decent, but you never know. No, never, never know. All right, um, all right. Let's let's dive back. Let's 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 back up. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Greeny. When did you guys meet? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back. I was at Bike Florida, uh-huh. and I was the director there, a young director. I mean, this this is going back. Oh, geez, it had to be twenty plus years ago. Okay, and so I went to Indianapolis for the uh, bike tourism conference. No, it wasn't even that. Back it up. It was the state games conference. Okay, and there was a guy, Tim Lane. You know Tim Lane. Sure. Who was the rider right chair at the time? Brought sure. this crazy lunatic to the state games conference <laughs> to talk about this bicycle event, and I'm like, "Who is this guy with the flailing hands and working up a sermon?" And it was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" I never even, you know. And we had, we had, I was in working with Bike Florida, and I was working with the state games, which is kind of like the Iowa games here. Uh-huh. And I listened to this passionate man talk about this event called Ragbri. Right. And we had just started Bike Florida a little bit, and it was a spinoff of Ragbri. Sure. But I, that was the first time, and it, once you meet Greeny, you can't get him out of your mind. Yeah, because you're no like, going back. Who yeah. is this crazy lunatic <laughs> of a guy that's like, I mean, he was a preacher, he was a, but after a while, I, I, I realized that's Greeny. The right. passion is real. It's not like a TV sermon. I mean, he just right. worked up about about working with youth and working to promote cycling. And just he poured every ounce of energy that he had in his body into talking to people. Mm-hmm. And from that day one, I was like, I got to meet this guy. Sure, sure. Um, little by little, I kept going to these different conferences, and I'd meet I meet Greeny there. And I'm I'm a young director at the time. I I just kind of taken over Bike Florida, uh-huh. and got to know him basically basically at the bar. So, you know, he'd, he'd have a scotch, and I'd have a beer, and it'd be late at night. Right. And, we, and I was there just picking his brain and asking him about about just different things about the bike industry and and he was so gracious and mm-hmm. and I really got to know Jim Green and we had we just had a wonderful time getting to know each other mm-hmm. over the years and uh so those those early years back when I had no idea where the heck Iowa was sure. Idaho whatever sure. I was just like oh you know got got to know him a little bit so imagine his rag bra. um 
No website. No. He started the Ragbri website. That yeah. was a big goal of his. Oh, yeah. No jersey. He got no. the first jersey going there. Sure. Um, the Ride Right program, that was invented from scratch and has now become a moniker among sure. riders. Uh, it's iconic with the register. Um, uh, paper registration forms. Oh. I, I remember even in my first years, uh-huh. they had paper, and, and Jim started going to that online registration, which was, a, a, you know, futuristic thinking at the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so th- those are, I mean, legacies, you know, that those were another big one was the Dream Team. Oh, that, yeah. That Jim just, you know, if, if it was a thing that he embraced probably more than anything else about what his legacy would mm-hmm. be, I, I believe he was so passionate about the Dream Team. He wanted Ragbri to, to go on. Uh-huh. But that extra calling in his life that was helping youth was epitomized by by his work with the Dream Team. Sure. So those, I mean, those, you just think about those accomplishments. I mean, taking over the event as, and Jim's background was a newspaper man. Uh-huh. I mean, del, del, having all the, the the carriers delivering a, the newspapers. A circulation guy. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't a writer. He yeah. was carrying the papers, putting them in the truck, and, and doing that stuff. And so Jim worked with all these youth. I mean, I, I, I've... I heard so many stories from youth that worked for for Greeny right. delivering papers, and they'd work up to try to you know get a get a mug or get to go on rag. Sure. And so you heard these stories of these people that that worked for for Greeny, uh-huh. um, and and he got to know the event and gotcha. the circulation role. But he was also started riding, you know, riding his bike, and and uh-huh. you know, so you know, all in all, I think he said. 37 years, either through circulation doing on Ragbri, mm-hmm. 17 years as director, which is wow. which is that's a lot of years. I'm at, <laughs> I'm at 16 right now. I can tell you, you know. it's, it's a lot of years. <laughs> so, um, but you know what? I mean, he 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 wasn't trained for the role. He earned the role. Yeah, he became the role. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, you know, I mean, I, I'd hear the stories from Benson. Don Benson was Jim's predecessor. There's there's only been three ragbread directors. Don mm-hmm. Benson, who was the wagon master, mm-hmm. Inspector Greeny, mm-hmm. and and then I followed Greeny. So there's only been three. that, that and, and we joke oh. that no one else could understand what we do. Only right. Don could understand what, what Jim did. Only right. Don and Jim could understand what I did. Um, because no one else was in that role, and, right? And and unfortunately, I'm the the last of the Mohicans here because <laughs> uh, obviously Don passed away about ten years ago. Sure. And Jim, Jim, you know, um, you left us just this year. So, right. But boy, the knowledge of those those two guys, the the, the love of this state, I think, was the the thing that just just captured me. I mean, both those guys they they were they were from here. They were right, Iowans, and right. um, boy, they can tell you every back road. And every, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought I knew a lot. I could probably whoop anyone in that small town Iowa trivia. Sure, those guys could run circles around me. Oh yeah, yeah. So I remember distinctly, and I think it was it couldn't have been Davenport. It had to have been uh, Burlington or something like that. Um, sitting in the room with Benson, Duffy, Green, Karras. Wow. And I think you came in later. This was after the ride had just finished. We were sitting in like a casino lobby or something. And those guys in the room, and Jennifer's with me, and I said, 
She's like, uh, should we leave? And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't leave this room. That's like Ruth and Gehrig and, uh, yeah. you know, DiMaggio and Mantle all yeah. sitting down at the table with those guys. Well, and I think that's the one, because you posted that picture of a very young TJ. Yeah. That just finished the ride, and then the, you know those other guys in the in the room. It's like, I think that was the same moment. Yeah, that was. Uh, gosh, I mean, every time you could have an audience with with those right. guys, right. I mean, you took it. Yeah, and um, you know, if it was Benson talking about, you know, just just giving you those little like tidbits of information, like. Well, in the the joke that stood out in my mind, and of, of course I'm sure they've used this a hundred times, is is Benson talking about, you know, the first or second Ragbri and and uh, to Karis, and he says, "Well, I drove you out to Sioux City," and he and Karis looks at him and says, "You abandoned me in Sioux City. <laughs> there was no, it wasn't a drop off. You just left us, oh. you know." And uh, yeah, I mean that's. Yeah, that was the deal. Yeah, those guys had fun back then. He, Greeny would tell some stories too about you know doing some of the route planning with, with being Benson involved or mm-hmm. or John or, or or you know Don or any of the guys. I mm-hmm. mean, it was just there was just so many great stories and just oh, yeah. oh they they had a good time and you know they said oh there was there were some moments where you know there was tempers and egos and 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 all that and uh that's the one thing i will say about about jim and and really with don too they checked their ego at the door right greeny had zero ego yeah it wasn't about him no it was it's always about the ride it was always about the youth it was exactly. always about doing something for bicycling yeah. Yeah. Oh, or the towns themselves. I mean, yes, he was a proponent of, of promoting cycling, but, he, you know, he, he realized this was more than a bike ride. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bike rides out there. Mm-hmm. But when you roll into a small town, I mean, that's the biggest event they'll ever host in that town in, yeah. in their existence. Sure. And so he held their hand and got to know them and, and made sure that they were successful. And, and when he came back and, and they he, they were friends mm-hmm. and they trusted Jim to, you know, lead mm-hmm. them and say, how do we do this? Mm-hmm. And that's why it was so important to make sure that Ragbride was successful in those towns. And he was always the one that said, we've got to make sure we do do well with in right. these towns. And, you know, it's not the, the vendor coming in from North Carolina or something like that, but it's, you know, it's the one that's right there in Solon, Iowa, or wherever yeah. you are that needs to, you know, that church needs to do well or the softball team needs sure. to sell some more brats. So that, that was... That was Jim all the time, just mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, we got to make sure that we we do these towns right." Yeah, yeah. So what? A, I mean, just. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better teacher. I mean, I, I came here as as you mentioned, a fairly young individual. Uh-huh. He took a chance on me. Uh, again, I got to know him um, a, a little bit on those, you know. Um, conferences where we'd he'd, sure. he'd have his scotch and I'd have my beer and we'd we'd talk about things throughout the night and and one day he just said, Hey, you know what, I'm gonna retire and do you do you want to take this job? Wow. And uh, you know, I I'm I'm married. Um, you know, I I I'll I'll back up a second. He asked me to come to Ragbri the year before, so I wrote it in two thousand and two. Uh-huh. And in his mind he was like I want you to ride. It was it was the interview that started that. Yeah. I want you to ride so you can understand. But he didn't mention that. Right. But I got one ragbri under the belt. Uh-huh. The next fall, after riding, he's like, what do you think of ragbri? And I said, 
it, it's tremendous. It's just an, an amazing event. And then he's like, I'm retiring. Do you want this job? Wow. And so I had to go back to my wife and say, Jody, like, <laughs> we got a we got a great opportunity, yeah, to you know for a job. And she's like, Well, well where? You know, where? What is it? You know, New York City? Is it you know North Carolina, Atlanta? Where Where are we going? Iowa. <laughs> we're living in Orlando at the time. Yeah, we're Orlando, sell it. Florida. Sell the upgrade. Yeah. yeah. And so, fortunately. We didn't do a visit in January or good, February. Good, good and, plan. And, you know, they, they talked to me about it. And I, I remember going back um, to Bike Florida, who, who gave me the opportunity earlier. And mm. it was Linda Kreider and, and um, Lindy, Lindy Moore, who was, who was mm. a unbelievable assistant. And she still pokes me and poke Greeny forever that they stole stole TJ <laughs> away from Bike Florida. But, sure, um, you know, breaking the news, I say, hey, I've got an opportunity to go to Ragbri, and they just looked at me and said, "Well, that's a no-brainer. You you've got to go do that. You know, it's right. it's it's you know it's it's coaching the New York Yankees. It's you know being you know yeah. I mean it's it's as good as it gets. You know I mean yeah. you 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 can't you can't reach the 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 top any higher than than sure. doing that in this sure. industry. So so for Jim to to say you know what. I'd, I'd like a guy that can come in, a fairly young guy that can do this for 20 years without saying, hey, we're going to have to replace you in five years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the fact that he believed what I can do, and he sent a spy down to t- take a look at Bike sure, Florida. Sure. Sent Dan McKay down there just to check <laughs> on me and um, just to see how I ran events. And, and Dan came back and said, yeah, yeah, the kid knows what he's doing. And, um, I mean, just. Uh, since since day one, it's been a, a great relationship with all the folks at Ragbri, and to have Jim's, you know, just the opportunity from him to say, "Come, come, learn with me." Sure. And and the, one of the cool things that Jim did to make, I mean, you got to understand how much he, this guy loved Ragbri. Mm-hmm. He could have just walked away. Sure. Said, "Here it is. I'm going. I'm going to the beach." And uh, I'm done. Here's good, my password. Good, yeah, good luck. You know. But he said, "You know what?" For a year and a half, we're going to work together. Nice. And and you're going to get to learn the ropes. You know about events. You know about how to do, you know, bike events. I'm going to teach you how to do ragbri. Sure. And there was only one person in the world that could teach you. Right. And he said, you know, you got the events down. Let's let's make you learn how to think like an Iowan now. Mm. So when you walk into the coffee shop and, you know, the... The um, you know the guy in the bib overalls or or the guy in the t- suit and tie, right? They're all equal, mm-hmm. you know, because the guy in the bib overalls, that's probably the banker's most important customer. Like, sure. Um, sure, you know, it's just little little tidbits of information that you pick up um, by learning from someone like him. And he would go mm-hmm. and talk to everyone. He'd, he'd go sure. and say hi and. You know, shake hands with everyone, and and how's your how's your? I heard you got a new grandchild. I mean, just just the information that came of of just watching this guy. Uh, I I likened him to 
almost like a, a, a politician that we see, you know, mm-hmm. this time of year in, in Iowa, you know, trolling for votes. Sure. Except he was like genuine, like <laughs> talking to people and shaking people's hands. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this guy could be could be a politician, but I'm like, but he's too good a person to could be a politician. Right. So, right. So that that was Jim at his finest. I mean, the guy. I. I I never heard anyone say a, a crossword about him. Um, now, if you got on Jim's bad side, I'll, I'm going to say that Irishman <laughs> had a temper, and um, I got I got yelled at a few times. Good, and anyone that's ever caught the wrath of of Jim Green Uh-oh. will will remember it very well. And, right. Um, I, I can hear Judy's voice in the background um, just over the radio when Jim would ge- be getting that Irish temper worked up. You, you would just hear Judy's voice <laughs> raise a couple octaves and Jim, that man, Jim, calm down. Jim, you leave him alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, oh gosh, there was that guy. I, I mean, I, I, I can't express enough. I, I mean, I travel with him for basically two, two seasons of rag break. Mm-hmm during the planning and getting ready. And so the, the 2003 and the 2004 RAGBRAI were were basically an apprenticeship. Sure. And, my gosh, there's, there's, <laughs> we, we shared some laughs. I mean, mm-hmm. things that you, you know, this city boy from Florida would come up, and, and we pull into Fort Dodge, and I, I swear to you, the the sign on the bank said minus fifteen degrees. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> what? And I'm like, you know, and and you know, of course, you go into the room and the heat was not turned on. And oh yeah, I was just like, oh my gosh. And I think that's why Greeny might have drank scotch right there for sure. for times like that, just to keep warm. So there, and it was just like, you know, it's going to be okay. You know, don't don't you know. When, I, when you're sitting in the car and it's like the car's warming up for an hour and you're still mm-hmm. in the parka and it's and it's inside the car is only about 25 degrees when it's 15 below outside. Sure. And he's like, he's like, how you doing back there? <laughs> I'm like, what did I get myself into? But, nice. you know, he made it all, all worth it. Yeah. I mean, no matter how cold or no matter how sweltering it was in the summer, I mean, it was uh, – he, he, the the coolest things that he would say, you know, hey, I think you're ready for this, or, you know, after the fact, after I had one or two under the belt, you know, hey, I'm I'm proud of what you're doing. Um, could not, you know, I mean, coming from Jim, who was an absolute titan, I mean, I don't think the event would be in the shape it is without Jim. So. And he was always, I mean, as far as a manager is concerned, he's your feedback guy. He will let you know exactly where you stand. So oh, yeah. I went to his 80th birthday party, um, and uh, which is not on his 80th birthday, but, you know, if you make the party, you're 80. Yeah. Um, so, and, and he grabs me, puts me in a headlock. <laughs> and hauls me over. We sit down, and he wants to know how the Iowa Bicycle Coalition's doing. He wants to tell me how proud he is, oh, and great. and he is right on top of it. Um, now he started. He was one of my founding board members. Yep. Um, and uh, I met with you and TJ. I had this crazy idea after we had a wacky Senate file in the state, and and uh, Jim was the vision there that said you can't do this if you're a volunteer. You need to raise money. You need these people on your board. You need this to happen, and then uh, then you need to hire staff 
and make this happen. And and lo and behold, what seventeen years later, yeah. here we are. You people. Yeah. yeah. So Jim Jim started the Iowa Bicycle Coalition yeah. too. I can think we can easily say that. I mean, there, there's just so, so many things you can attribute to this this man that, like like I said, I mean. Both, I'm, I'm guessing me and you aren't sitting here right now without without Jim's vision. No, and no, so, neither of us. Yeah, so I mean, I I just look at now uh, not to take anything away from what what um, Carison Gall started. Mm-hmm. I mean, they started this thing. Benson, you know, uh, took it over, ran it, fantastic. But somewhere along the way, there was a lot of people that said, "Hey, Rag Rise, time to end." And, you know, Jim fought back. I mean, there was people that thought it was a drunken fiasco and, uh, you know, the whole ride right campaign of trying to try to Mm -hmm. curb some of that attitude. Because without Jim saying, well, hold on, give us a chance here. um, I think if that didn't happen, Ragbride's done. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, he probably got criticized by some of the people that were those drunken idiots and those bars and all that. But he needed to do that tough love on the event. Sure. And to get it back. Now, there's still a lot of debauchery going on on Ragbri. I hear. I don't think I see it too often, no. but I hear that it's still out there. It's more wrinkly. But And <laughs> and it's usually the green girls that are getting in trouble. Oh. Like, it, it could be. But, Let's um, call them up. Yeah, yeah. But I think without Jim just, just having a game plan of saying, hey, we can't let this. He promised Benson we're we're going to continue this event. I promised Jim I'd do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so without Greeny's leadership over those years, I mean, again, involved for 37. Right. The 17 of them that under his helm were fantastic years. Sure. And um, I, I don't think, um, you know, if you, if you hadn't thought of Jim and just said, you know, thank you. Uh, to him, thank you to his family, what, whatever. Thank you for that that passion and dedication and and those that just everything that you did to make sure that this event went on. Um, you know, it's it's hey, you did a great job, Jim, and you know we appreciate you know looking looking back at, at your stellar career and mm-hmm. what you did to for this and. Really spreading that that Johnny Appleseed of love all throughout the country and helping other rides get up oh, and yeah. up, up and off the ground because there wasn't a ride that he wouldn't sit down just like he's like you said right take you put you in a headlock and say hey tell me about tell me about your ride yeah you know I yeah. mean he was that type of person to so many right um, tell me about the Irish blessing thing what's the story in the Jersey and that sort of thing what's good well, what's up Jim was there? a good Irishman. Yeah. And you know, good Irish Catholic, and um, you know James 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 William Green, and um, you know, good good Irish Catholic name, and so so he was a very devout man, yes. and he loved the Irish blessing, which is you know, may the wind always be at your back, and you know, may God hold you softly, you know, and I don't I don't know the whole thing. I can probably right. you know pull it out, but you got to be drinking like some scotch to to, <laughs> to say it. So. It was one of his favorite sayings um, all the time. When he retired, he actually gave us all a plaque with the Irish blessing on it just oh, nice. to remember him. And so, I mean, it was a very, very important important words uh, to him. Um, it was also just a little footnote, one of my mom's favorite sayings. She was Irish, and, yeah. and it was one of her favorite, favorite sayings as well. So this year when we had a windmill logo, right. I was like, you know, it would be kind of neat to have – 
the words, may the wind always be at your back on the back yes. of the jersey. Nice. We've never really had a, like a catchphrase or anything like that. We always uh-huh. thought they kind of cheesy, but I said, you know, it'd be kind of neat. Yeah. And I kind of knew, I mean, it's kind of an ode to Jim. Right. And with, with the, because Jim would n- never go for any kind of recognition. Right. And so just slip that in there. Yeah. While he was living, knowing he's, his health was going downhill. It was just a little tip of the tip of the helmet to Jim, just saying thank you for, for you know, I know we lost call this year and calls prominently on the sleeve. Mm-hmm. But we're definitely thinking of Jim when we put the, the Irish blessing on the jersey. Yeah. So uh-huh. when you look at that or wear it and see or write up on it, they get greeny. You know, my friend Ray Bennett, you know, Ray. Oh, yeah. Um, said uh, uh, greeny's one of the greats. If there's a Mount Rushmore, oh yeah, you know that's great. He's on there. Yeah, I mean it, he's he's a Hall of Famer. There's no there's no doubt. He is. Yeah, he's top notch. So uh, the other greenieisms we should we should try to <laughs> think about a few of those. Uh, my favorite, uh, and uh, uh, whenever I'd introduce him to my wife, he would say, "Mark, I I knew you were occasionally." capable of making good decisions <laughs> this just proves it <laughs> he, he would he would always point that out yeah. he's like why can't you always make yeah. decisions like this he, yeah he would always say that's the best decision you ever made <laughs> and, and, and he said i made you know what you know him and judy had you know um, what 50 plus years together or whatever right. best decision i ever made he was always oh, so complimentary to oh, yeah. the wives or significant others and mm-hmm. um he just went out of his way to shower you with 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 goodness which yeah. was really cool yeah um he'd always answer the phone uh hold on i never know if god's calling so i don't want to miss this call um <laughs> i remember that he is uh i mean he invented the cowbell oh yeah on the ride that we don't talk about that we did at the beginning of june oh um whenever we leave uh when we do the route inspection ride uh, there's a cowbell it sounds, yeah. and Jim Green did that. I fondly remember, and I don't, couldn't tell you which town it was, but we'd had enough of the cowbell. So while Jim wasn't paying attention, we taped the dinger. <laughs> and he, I have a video of this somewhere. He gets it, and he starts to ring it, and it doesn't make a noise. So, so there, there, you know, one of, one of the best stories ever, like, I mean, Jim would come up with, like, names for everyone. He'd be like, you, oh. know, I, you know, he'd throw in Aloysius to whoever is your middle name. <laughs> and so um, <laughs> he made up a name, and we were in Bancroft when oh, we were God, visiting when we were visiting Paul. And I, I can't even tell the story here because it's, it's not G-rated by, by any. But he would he would come up with this name. Enard Farklard was yes. his, was his name. And it, it, it goes back to the Reed family. And if I'm not going to go into that story, but um, but the the ladies just couldn't understand what he was trying to say. And with, with Jim, you, sometimes you couldn't understand him, but mm-hmm. somehow they misconstrued that name quite bad. And <laughs> I'm not even going to mention it, but uh, anyone that was on the ride that day fully understands where I'm going with this. Um, right. But, but Jim sometimes would just, you know, put, <laughs> he'd put work himself into a little pickle there, and that that was that was Greeny at his finest, just making up some random name, whatever, and people are like, "What? <laughs> what kind of name is that?" But that that was Jim, and yeah. oh, geez. The other thing I, I 
fondly remember, he was the fashion plate of bicycle clothes because <laughs> he would have like on some like purple socks. He'd have his sandals on, which is a social faux pas to begin with. Sure. He'd have like the the Ragbri, you know, forty shorts on, and have the Ragbri thirty six jersey on, <laughs> which could not be any least matched that right. you've ever seen. And then he'd have a like a green headband on. And I'm like, my God, I, I pray for you, Judy, that you have to, <laughs> you don't have mirrors in your house because you would never let Greeny out of the house. And <laughs> but but Judy would make him tuck his shirt in though, and say, Jim, yeah. Jim, tuck your shirt in, you know, yeah. and just. Um, but you know, the guy was impeccably dressed on the road. But when you put him on a bike, that guy he he never heard of granimals. That guy because right. uh, he would <laughs> he'd throw some out. So whenever I see. You know, someone say, "Yep, he got the greeny look Pulling going greenie. on." Pulling the greeny look, and yeah. that, that was always greeny. Um, Dream Teamers was always fun too, because uh, part of the pinnacle of being on the Dream Team is that you got to bike uh, to Jim Green's house uh, down yep. in Sun Valley from Des Moines. Um, they had a regular route that they did, and it's like eighty miles too. Spent the night in a tent, and I mean, these are city kids that don't get to do this, and they get to go swimming and on the boat and have a have a hoot of a time down there and uh that was a highlight so if you were if at least with me if i saw a dream team uh person i was like hey have you seen greenie and they would just like snap around and say you know greenie yeah you know and that was precious to me. so even after he stopped riding and mm-hmm. stopped he'd still have people down at the lake and um yeah. i mean the kids i mean he just loved youth i mean yeah and um if you if you ever heard one of Greeny's speeches, there's a good chance that he ended up crying in the speech. So, <laughs> so there there there's always those watershed moments when yes. he started getting passionate and just he just you know he tell the kids how proud he. I mean it was just yeah. oh and then the tears would come and oh jeez um, and, and and oh gosh Jim Jim <laughs> he he was he was quite the yeah. He was quite the uh, speaker, I guess, of of working up again a sermon. Well, and we shouldn't forget our ride right committee meetings, <laughs> where eventually um, it was always a use guys sort of thing that yeah. he would throw in there, and uh, uh, it would always mix in alligators and tornadoes. Yeah. Every time he, he would talk to the the ride right committee, he's like, "You got to be on the lookout for everything," and and, and Wes, you and I would sit in the back of the room, and it's like we had a check mark <laughs> for alligators and tornadoes. Yeah. It was kind of like, you know, have you ever seen the, the movie Animal House when he's like, <laughs> Germans bomb Pearl Harbor? <laughs> he's on a roll. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. He's on a roll. <laughs> it, it was just kind of like one of those moments where, <laughs> where's he going with this alligators and tornadoes? So so to this day, every time we do a ride right meeting, Mark will mention Alligators and tornadoes. I work it in, yeah. And and this year I think he worked in mountain lions, but but every year alligators and tornadoes got to be got to be brought into that. And it, again, it's a it's a nod to Greeny for for yeah. bringing a little lightness into the conversation. Right, alligators and tornadoes could happen at any time. Anytime. Got to be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> so along the way, you know, I've, I've shared a few Oreos with them. I shared a few ice creams with them. Um, you know, there's people I've known them a lot longer than I have. I, I mean, I got, I got a good 20 years with 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 them, and you know, I can't thank him enough for mm-hmm. for all the stuff he's um, you know shared with me and given me me a chance. And my family, my family loved him like 
you know, I mean, my kids think of him as an, another grandfather, you know, that mm-hmm. type of, you know, we live with the family for, oh, for a yeah. while, but I mean, he, he never didn't ask about how the kids are doing or, you know, Hey, right. it's, I know it's, it's, it's Jason's birthday or, or, you know, just, you know, how, how was, how's that best decision you've ever mm-hmm. made, you know, <laughs> so all, always, no matter when you talk to me to ask about your wife and your kids and, and, and whatnot. And that right. was the type of person. And he was, he was blessed with a whole, he had kids and grandkids and great grandkids. And, um, you know, he always found time for, for people. I mean, just a he had quite, um, geez, he had quite, quite an array of people that, um, mm-hmm. you know, just loved him dearly and, and we'll certainly miss him. The, the Ragbri family is, um, you know, just the outpouring of love since the day he passed and just hearing from different people that told me greeny stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this year on Ragbri we'll, we'll remember him. He never right. wanted, he, I mean, he would hate it if his, well, you know, uh, Jim Green Memorial, whatever he would, he would, he'd come back and haunt us from the grave. We <laughs> we certainly don't want that. But, but if you want to go out and wear a mismatched jersey, you know, or or you know, wear go. wear this year's jersey with 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 May the Wind, always be at your back there. I mean, just or put a headband on. You know, sure. um, or or a man. You know, back in the greeny days, we'd always have a day of gravel somewhere in there <laughs> instead of the gravel loop. So if you if you see some gravel or anything like that, think think of think of Jim and thank sure. him for keeping this event rolling. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's the legacy. We keep spreading the love that uh, Jim showed everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sh- I'm sure we'll see a few of the. Siblings of Greeny along the way. Usually we see them in bars and in places like that. But <laughs> usually we hear them oh, yes. before we see them. Yes, that's for sure. Although I, I will say, his uh, nephew was at the uh, funeral. Oh, um, if you wanted to find a spitting image of Jim at thirty, hmm. that's his nephew. Oh, Looked Jim. like him, talked like him. You're just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> it was such a resemblance. Uh, oh but, wow! Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, also, five priests at Jim's funeral. That's, I mean, it's just amazing his involvement in the church. Yeah, that sort of thing. Like I said, devout man, no doubt, family yeah. man, and then still yeah. found time to do things like Dream Team and Rag Pry and all the all yeah. those other. This happened to be. He, he couldn't have slept. No, no, no way, no. And and I'm I'm guessing that the the kids that he had, they probably kept him up late at night. So like, because I'm I'm guessing. You know, curfew and stuff like that. Probably the green sure. girls probably might have broke curfew every once in a while. <laughs> so, so I bet over time, Never. yeah, I bet I bet they were a handful. So, but but you know what? He did a great job. I mean, looking at at them now, I mean they're all good quality people, and they've all, yeah. um, again, I mean the love they all have and respect for Ragbri. I mean it shows, and and what Jim's. You know, put into a lot of people along the mm-hmm. way that'll never be diminished. Yep. So, um, all right. Any any final stories? I got I got one that I can think of. Good, good, Mark. All right. So we're outside. It was a trainer, and this is early pre ride, very early pre ride. And Jim and Judy are running the computer, and they missed a turn. I don't know if you remember yeah, this time. Sure I did. And we're following along. I think we're seven or eight miles out of our way, and and we're just we're we got Rich Ketchum, we got 
I think you, Jennifer's there, um, and we're narrating the conversation that's probably going on in the truck. Mother, where are we? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's classic green. Oh, it was just so many stories he would oh. tell. Um, so I, I remember him tell. He'd always tell these great stories, and we're driving down the road, and he told uh, this one just jumps out of me. You know, just since you put me on the spot, we're driving down down the road, and he's like, you know, I, I these guys come to me during Rag Ray. They were rookies. You could tell they were from they were from you know New York City or San Francisco, one of those big cities, and they're like, what what happens? If you got to go to the bathroom. And so Jim said, well, you just go find a cornfield and, you know, you, you go. And so sure enough, you know, driving down the road and I, I see these same guys and there they are taking a leak in the bean field. <laughs> <laughs> and and so, you know, of course, we chuckle and he, then he slows down, pulls down a gravel road. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, well, we might as well check this cornfield right now. <laughs> and sure enough, Jim said, you know, that bathroom works just fine, you know, in, in March Jeez. or April or what, whatever. And I'm just like, <laughs> that guy would pull off like, I swear we'd be driving an hour and he'd have to pull off to go to go visit the cornfield or, you know, oh pull into the Dairy Queen to use the bathroom. And, and I'm just like, and he's just like, well, you know, just checking the corn, just making sure it's it's okay. But, just checking it. But, but that, you know, it was like a segue into something. I mean, and that that guy was just a master of 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 just, you know, again, another lesson. And mm. so when, when I'm driving down the road and I'm like, that's – Still about a half hour to the, to the next town, or got a cornfield right here. Pull right in, no no problem. So, again, learn lessons learned. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Well, I think this wraps up our tribute to a really yeah. great guy. Yeah, and you know we're not even going to mention we've got great sponsors. That we'll we'll take this one off. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. think we'll just leave it at that because. I know them all well. They love Greeny too. All those, all of our great sponsors. So they mm-hmm. they would appreciate the nod. And uh, thanks for listening. Um, it's been a nice trip down memory lane. But mm-hmm. again, just when you're out on the ride this year or, or any ride, just just think of those contributions that this great mm-hmm. man made to your biking future. And, mm-hmm. and we're able to do this great ride because of all the the love and and dedication he's put into this ride over the years. Awesome. Let's. Uh just go bike, just because of Greeny. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.